1: Welcome back to Living Pain For You with Dr. Mark Darrow. We are taking your calls toll-free at 1-866-870-5752. You can also find Dr. Darrow on the Internet at www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com. And right now we're talking to Lisa in Thousand Oaks.
2: Hello, Lisa. Dr. Mark Darrow again. How are you?
1: Fine. Thank you.
3: Good. I'm
2: glad you're still with us. So I just wanted to recap for the new listeners that just came in this half hour. Um, Lisa has carpal tunnel syndrome. Do I assume that that was diagnosed with an EMG in a nerve conduction study, Lisa? Yes, it
3: was.
2: Okay. And I want to just reiterate, I don't like diagnoses. Um, I like to look at things and touch things and see what's going on the human way because I find that diagnoses are often wrong or they may be right, but they may not be the the cause of the problem. Uh, What we do if it is a true carpal tunnel is we will hydro-dissect that nerve under ultrasound guidance with a teeny needle, and it takes less than a minute, and we just shoot some solution along the nerve, and everything peels away. So all the things that can gunk up on it in a way and trap it are released, and the the symptoms, sometimes we get paresthesias with carpal tunnel, that means funny feelings, or weakness can sometimes just go away in an instant. So that's something that you should consider for next Wednesday. When yeah. we do ultrasound day, and then we, what we didn't do is get to your husband's knees. I
3: know I'm being selfish. I called for him.
2: <laughs> so what's up with him?
3: Okay, his knees have been um, bothering him for the last number of years, and he had been carrying a, a great deal of weight. He lost about a hundred pounds in the last uh, year and a half, and I thought maybe it would improve. But I think the damage is done. Um, he doesn't have pain on an on a on an ongoing basis, but just when he's getting up and down. And so um, it's getting more and more difficult for him to, say, you know, once he's already down, to stand up.
2: What does um, he weigh about now, Lisa?
3: Oh, well, he's about uh, 190.
2: And how tall? 5'10". Okay, well, that's so not, not too bad, right?
3: Yeah, he's not quite finished. He's close. Um, to where he wants to be, he'd been, you know, about 100 pounds heavier than that. Yeah. Um,
2: well, um, I don't know. Is he a big-frame guy or small-frame guy or what?
3: He, he used to play rugby. He's a okay, pretty
2: big-frame guy. guy.
3: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, he, he might be the proper weight for himself. I don't know.
3: Right, right.
2: At any rate, um, when you said the damage is done, that's something that I just, you know, instinctively debate and the reason is because with regenerative medicine, we can grow back tissue that's worn down. From that's our what I'm hoping. And uh, he would probably, does he have arthritis in the knees? Is that the problem?
3: Well, no one, he hasn't seen anyone, hasn't had anyone tell him that. Um, no x-rays
2: or MRIs? No. Well, he ought to come in for an ultrasound also. We can take a look inside the knee. Right. See what's going on.
3: Okay, so at the same time? Yeah, we could bring him, drag him along. Okay, great. Yeah. And and then, you know, you just determine which therapy is right for him, which works. for him. Well, we'll talk about in. it.
2: It's always negotiable. People flip back and forth. Because yeah. generally this is not a one-treatment uh, healing. Sure. It depends how much damage there is and what's going on and, um, you know, with how the individual lives their life and all that. And well, weight, weight that. is a big issue. I'm glad he's dropped that weight. That's I'm real so important. I'm so
3: happy. I'm so happy for him. But, you know, now... He used to be very athletic, and, and I feel bad that he feels he has to give up on some of the sports well, he used to enjoy. And I want know, If he can
2: bend play. his knees, there's a good possibility he's going to feel tons better.
3: Yeah, I would like to see him get active again and enjoy those sports again, some of them.
2: How old is he, Lisa?
3: He's 52.
2: Oh, he's a baby.
3: I know, and he and he looks so young and acts so young and is so young, and I want him to be able to do the things he loves.
2: Yeah, he's got a lot of great years, and I'm hoping that um, his knees can heal up.
3: I do, too. So we'll be seeing you soon.
2: Yeah, God bless you, Lisa, and good luck to both of you.
3: Thank you so much, Doctor.
2: Happy healing.
1: Thanks, okay. Thanks for your call. I'm looking for your call. That would be one 870 5752 one 870 5752 You get a free book on prolotherapy and a free booklet on age management medicine. And uh, what are we doing here? Hmm.
2: We're going to David. To, uh,
1: okay, we could go to David. Little uh, Your te- choice. Ah, David in Hacienda Heights. There hey, we go. David,
2: you have low back pain on the right side of your leg and joint hurt. Is that correct?
4: Sir, sure, How are you doing?
2: I'm living it up. What about you?
4: You know, I like what, you, what I'm hearing. I was waiting for someone here in the car, and, and then I'm, I'm listening to you, and I've tried so many things for my back pain. For twenty years, I've been dealing with back pain, and I've kind of settled to just taking Tramadol every day, and and now uh, I'm hooked on that. But uh, I've had back pain uh, forever, and it comes when I lay down. So when I'm supposed to be relaxing, yeah, that's when I'm in pain, and uh I have every gadget uh, for massaging, every oil. Um, I've have three MRIs. Um, You know, the uh, acupuncture, countless of uh, chiropractors, and no one seems to know. So now it's become mental because now I want to know. Okay. Um,
2: You'd need an examination to know for sure. Yeah, I know, yeah. Let me ask you this question. It's really important. Which is worse, your back pain or your leg pain?
4: Um, My back pain is all the time. My leg pain is sometimes so, so my back. bad percent of the
2: time fifty percent of the time what?
4: Um, it's a hundred percent of the time I have a discomfort and I would say that most mainly at night it's a hundred percent of the night.
2: Your leg or your back? My back Okay, I'm asking about your leg.
4: Oh my leg, my leg is probably about thirty percent of the day it's it, it's it's uh, it's really bad okay thirty percent of the day.
2: So, did your MRI show that you have a herniated disc or spinal
4: stenosis no, or anything? No, none of them. I've had two regular and one with contrast. Yeah. And nothing. They well, can't find here's anything. the thing
2: we have to think about: you may just have uh, local issues on the right side of your leg. Because yeah. it says here the call screener said leg joint pain. What does that mean? Yeah,
4: the leg joint pain too. What does that I get, mean? I just tinked. What sometimes? joint? Uh, My knee and my ankle—I get tingly in in the bottom of my feet a lot, and and just one side of my leg.
2: Okay, but it's not the knee itself,
4: and it's not the ankle itself that are painful. No, no, it's not. It's the joint, and then the the back of my thigh. Okay.
2: Well, you're going to for calling in today. We're giving you a copy of Prolotherapy: Living Pain Free, and in it you'll see diagrams of referral patterns from the low back down the legs. And I'm hoping that's what your problem is because. Then if we fix the back, that leg pain goes away.
4: Yeah, the, the latest I heard from a doctor who examined me, a, a chiropractor, was, and you mentioned it earlier, I guess it's the wiring that comes down your neck, that, that one bone with a hole in it in the middle. You said something about that earlier. It, uh, he said something about my it's my neck and the wiring, the nerves. Well, it, generally it the neck your...
2: stuff radiates down the arms and the low back stuff radiates down the legs. Okay, so it is the low back? Well, I don't know anything because I have never met you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I can do is guess at this point. The good news yeah. is that most of your problem is in the low back, and generally we can help get rid of that. Okay. And again, I say it to everybody, and I say it to every guy who walks in the office and every woman, I'm not promising you anything. Even though most people get better, some people don't. Okay, but you'd have to make a trip over here for me to see what's going on, David. No problem.
1: Okay, we, thank we you. Do much, an, we do I take insurance, and
2: Medicare, so that covers at least your first visit.
1: Okay, thank you for your call, David. And we're going to Phyllis in Santa Monica as soon as I give you the phone number. If you want to get in, we have lines open 1-866-870-5752. And that's Phyllis in Santa Monica.
2: Hey, Phyllis. Dr. Mark Darrow, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right. All
5: right. (laughs) What does slight blockage
2: in uh, your left arm mean? What does that mean?
5: What did you say?
2: What does slight blockage in your left arm mean?
5: Well, I don't know what it means. It just means that they found uh, a blockage in my left arm, and I don't know the size of it right offhand. But are I, you I,
2: talking about a blood clot?
5: Yes, yeah, a blood clot. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. And I don't know. I I would think I was born with left bundle branch block. I,
2: that's whole. That's a whole different thing. That's in that's your a heart. whole
5: different thing. But what happens to me now? I'm eighty-six years old, and I um, if I if I get, it doesn't take much for me to get overwhelmed with uh, my rapid heartbeat, pain in my arm, uh, shortness of breath, and I uh, and my heart starts to beat real rapidly. Okay. What I do is I do take I take a calming pill. I take a couple of those when that happens.
2: What's the name of that? Do you know?
5: Yes, it's calming. Uh, calming. It's put out by BHI. Okay,
2: I, so it's a homeopathic?
5: Yes, yeah, a homeopathic.
2: That's wonderful. Take yeah. all the homeopathic stuff you love. I know,
5: I do. And I, I really, it helps so much to just calm me down and get things regulated. I have high cholesterol. I've had it for many, many years. Okay. Now, the doctor says almost insist I go on to a cholesterol drug. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Though. I don't you like cholesterol. You mentioned the book called I, I The get Grain a lot of, Brain? I get a lot of health magazines.
2: Okay. Did you hear me before when I told people to get on the Grain Brain to read that book?
5: Yeah, I heard that.
2: That'll lower your cholesterol right there.
5: All right. A grain?
2: It's called the Grain Brain. Grain,
5: R-A-I-N?
2: Grain is like wheat.
1: G-R-A-I-N.
5: Grain. Yeah, I got grain
2: you got grain, but we want to get you away from grain.
5: I know. The book is called
2: Grain Brain.
5: Grain Brain. All right. Book.
2: Get that book, and that's going to get rid of your cholesterol. Do you think
5: that the health stores might have them?
2: I don't have any idea. It's probably Amazon.com or any bookstore. I'm sure it's going to be a best-selling book. Okay. Phenomenal. All right. I've been preaching uh, my entire medical career. Uh-huh. And, uh, David Perlmutter, MD, finally put it down in writing, uh-huh. in a way that is going to make a lot of sense to people. I wish I'd written the book, but I didn't. <laughs> but I I got it from a pre- for a present, and I read it right away, and it's absolutely changed my life because it got me recommitted to the diet that I fell off of. I see. It's basically a Paleolithic diet.
5: You know, uh-huh. Paleolithic
2: men did not have the type of diseases we have today.
5: All right. Well, I do, I do feel that, you know, the high cholesterol is not good, but on the other hand, whatever I've read, you don't want to take statins.
2: No, you don't want to take statins. They have neurological problems and they yes. break down muscle tissue. And what the Grain Brain book says is that high cholesterol is actually better for you in stopping dementia and neurological so-
5: Good, because I'm having that too. My daughter says it's not dementia; it's just cognitive uh, impairment. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't think you have any of that. I mean, you sound very lucid, and it's a pleasure talking to you.
5: Thank Listen, you would calling. you would you explain this drug, metoprolol tart? To-
2: metoprolol. It's a beta blocker. It blocks the adrenaline effects of the heart moving quickly.
5: Really? If okay. Well, I was put on that.
2: Yeah, that's one you need to be on.
5: Okay. If your heart's thank moving
2: you. quickly. You need to be on a beta blocker to slow it down and balance it out. But if you're sensitive to gluten, there's a possibility that can cause irregular heartbeats, too. Oh, well,
5: I do have some of that, too, once in a while. All right, darling. God bless you. Okay. Thank you, doctor. You're a hoot. We love you calling in.
1: Thank you so much. Okay. Alrighty, righty, so we're going to go now to Gina in Long Beach. Hey,
2: well, Gina, Dr. Mark Darrow, how are you?
6: I'm great, sir. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful. So did you have a car accident?
6: I, I did. Back in September, the end of September, I had a car accident. I was fine before that as far as feeling, walking, the whole bit. Right. After the, after the car accident, on the day of I, I thought I was fine, the next morning, I was unable barely to get out of bed. Yeah. It was just that stiff. Sure. Did make it. It was I was in a work car, so I did make it to work, ended up filling out paperwork, going to a doctor, um, seeing him, he took x-rays, gave me physical therapy for 12 sessions. Um, well, tell me what's going on now. I, well, I've been told that I have cervical
7: stenosis
6: and I think it's lumbar stenosis. Okay. But my my symptoms being I get this shock. I used to be able to walk for extended periods of time
2: sure.
6: um, for long distances. Now I can barely walk 500 feet without tweaking something in my neck that causes a sharp shock that runs okay. down my back, down my legs, and into my feet.
2: Okay. Did you get an MRI?
6: I did get an MRI.
2: And it said um, spinal stenosis? Correct. Okay. So... You didn't get spinal stenosis from a car accident. That's something that uh, either you're born with, or something that comes on very slowly. Okay. So that's number one. So you can have a diagnosis of spinal stenosis it may have nothing to do with what's going on. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with you. I'd have to check you out and uh, do a good examination and see where you know if we can recreate it and where it's coming from. When we try to find those of us that do regenerative medicine, you know, with prolotherapy and platelet-rich plasma and stem cells, we're looking for the cause. We're not looking for the diagnosis.
6: Right. Exactly. I understand that. You
2: know, the diagnoses are wrong a lot of the time. I get people in here every day who have diagnoses that are absolutely um, not correct for what the pain generator is.
6: Well that's what I'm that was that was my concern in hearing the lady speak um as I got into my car who said she was then also diagnosed with MS that also happened to me they sent me to a second doctor um I guess the first doctor was a neurosurgeon the second doctor being a neurologist he then just recently diagnosed me with MS but I'm not sure how he was able to do that other than I mean he we didn't do any tests per se I mean nothing with the um final tap or anything of that nature he did a series of tests asking me if i could hear him speak if my smelling was okay and had me walking and things of that nature but i was a little concerned with that diagnosis as well and so as i got in the car and i'm hearing you the people speaking to you i'm like okay this is a godsend and i need to find this man and talk to him and see what he says
2: well i'd have to check you out i don't treat based on a diagnosis Right. No, care totally less I matter that. of fact, the first thing when a patient comes in the door, is I say, never listen to what doctors tell you, and if you want to stay healthy, don't see a doctor. <laughs> I would
6: love to not see a doctor. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, we have yeah. in medicine, we have something that's called iatrogenic. It means the doctor caused the problem. So it's a lot safer sometimes to stay away from doctors. And for me, I don't like hearing the diagnoses. I want to find out what the what the real underlying cause of the issue is.
6: Okay, exactly. And may I ask, where are you guys located or how
2: do I? Yeah, we're right off the 405 freeway at Wilshire Boulevard. It's across the freeway from UCLA. Oh,
6: I That's was over Angeles. there, so I know how to get over there, definitely.
2: All right, well, we'll see you soon then. Yes, definitely. Thank you so very much for taking my call. All right, Gina, God bless you.
1: Thank Have you, Gina. Day. You too. Have a wonderful day. I'm looking for your call, one 870 5752 And let's go to Nina in Long Beach. Hello, Nina. How are you?
7: Hello, doctor. I'm sorry if you can hear me. My okay,
1: Nina, you're echoing. We need yes. you to turn your radio all the way off, please. All the way off. Your radio needs to be... Your radio needs to be all the way off, and we'll be able to hear you better?
2: Yeah, okay, okay.
1: Thank you. Yes.
2: And don't mind screaming at us. We won't feel bad. We need to hear you.
7: <laughs> no, because I just got out of the hospital yesterday. Okay. Uh, I, doctor, I, I just heard on the, 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 the radio, and I hear this. I never listen, but I come across, and you're talking about pain. I have two questions, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. We're happy to hear. And. A, and a question for my grandson. I'll get my grandson first. Uh, he had this pain in his lower back uh, toward the end of seventh grade. Now he's in tenth grade. This is a a very active boy, but he is in so much pain. And he hurt me because I've been trying to get MRI for him uh, from, his, from the primary doctor and all. Four times they deny the MRI. Well, does he have any pain down his legs or just in his back? Yes, it's kind of going down to his legs. It, so we took him to the uh, chiropractor. The people that work for the back, are those what they call them, chiropractor? So at the end of last year, somebody preferred to a chiropractor. We came over there, and he felt so much different when the doctor gave him Electric shock seven, seven on his product. and he feels and better he, now. No, no, because the doctor has to move out. We didn't know, the doctor he moved out of state. Okay,
2: let me. I'm on a bottom line of this, Nina. Nina. Okay. He has to. He needs to come. He needs to see a doctor. Who does the kind of medicine I do, regenerative medicine with prolotherapy and platelets, and uh, see what's going on. I can't really understand what you're telling me. In terms of okay. being able to help him, I can't tell you on the reading. I apologize.
7: Uh, but he, he's unmedicable.
1: Okay, we'll okay. have Nina. I'm going to give you the office number. So when you when we hang up, you can call the office right away. That's eight hundred three hundred ninety three hundred. That's eight hundred three hundred ninety three hundred. And then that way, you know, you'll be able to uh, call and get uh, very specific information. And as for the rest of you, our number is 1-866-870-5752. Michael in Los Angeles.
2: Hello, Michael. Mark Darrow. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I understand sure that good. your pelvis hurts. Where does your pelvis hurt?
8: Okay. Well, um, it's behind my right. Uh, I don't think I said on the radio. My right testicle. Um, and um, wait, is I the pain bit...
2: is the pain in your right testicle?
8: It it feels like it is, but after years of specialists and ultrasounds and x-rays, they can't find anything wrong with it. So so now it starts to feel like it's behind the testicle in my lower pelvis. I might even think it's attached to my back,
2: my lower back. Well, the highest probability, Michael, from what I find, is if we do an ultrasound, we're going to find that the genital femoral nerve is uh, swollen. Okay. And that's something that we can hydro-dissect away and shrink down. Now I'm not saying okay. that's, I'm not saying that's your problem because that's a complex area, but that's sure. where the money is in taking a look. So it's got to be done by someone that is very good with ultrasound and very good with hydrodissection, so you don't have to get surgery to fix it.
8: Yeah, I want to avoid surgery. You know, I'm 29 years old and uh, I've had this since I was 19, and it just it, it's not all the time, but it comes like every couple of months, and it I really know, hurts.
2: Yeah. The other thing is you may have epididymitis.
8: Oh, that help. was ruled out by like three or four different doctors already.
2: Well, I'm not sure you can ever rule that out because really, it's a bacterial overgrowth in an area that doesn't have a good blood supply. So that's um,
8: I don't know if this is another thing, though, but um, I eat really healthy. I exercise regularly. My body fat's low. I'm gluten-free. And I was diagnosed with uh, hypertension. One, I don't know how it's possible, but I notice when I'm really stressed or when I drink coffee, it causes that pain to,
2: to happen even more. Well, that can happen for many reasons. One is when you have caffeine in the system, you produce more adrenaline. When uh-huh. you have more adrenaline, you're more sensitive to pain. Okay. So you're a little um, complex. You're somebody I'm not going to deal with anymore on the radio. I've told you what I can tell you. But if sure, you want, you can do it in person. If you want to email at uh, www.jointrehab.com or you want to call the office at 800 300 I'll get back to you and we'll get you more information hopefully get you healed up.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for your call, Michael. Really appreciate it. And we're trying to get to all of you if possible. And we're going to Carla in La Mirada.
2: Hey, Carla. How are you?
3: Dr. Hi, Darrow. Carla. Hello.
2: It's Doctor Mark Darrow. I understand you have spondylolisthesis. Is it in your neck or your low back?
3: It's in my low back at the L four, L five, and the, the orthopedic surgeon said it was unstable. Um, he wanted to do surgery on me, um, but I don't want to do that. And I wondered, in your experience, uh, how. How extensive is or how many treatments of prolotherapy to stabilize that, if it can be?
2: Well, I don't know what's wrong with you yet, just because you have a spinal- spondylol just has to do with the back, the spine, and listhesis has to do with slipping. It means that uh, one of your vertebrae is not exactly on top of the other one. Do they tell you what grade listhesis it is?
3: Uh, he said it's progressed from in two thousand.
1: Oops. Okay, I'm crazy. sorry. Hey, give me We're... a
2: favor, Carla. Get to www.jointrehab.com
1: um, com and email Dr. Darrow. Yeah, we'll talk. And uh, in, if we couldn't get to all of you, call us next time or go to the website. And I want to thank Fran, Alex, and Caitlin, and everyone here at Living Pain Free. And we're on Saturdays at 1, Sundays at 2, and we'll see you next time.
2: 800-300-9300 for those of you that are waiting to get on the show.